Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome, welcome to, to Sumo Kaboom! Where we talk about all things sumo. And where it's 110 degrees here oh. in Texas. We have reached summer here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And oof, oy vey, is it hot. Oy vey. But you know what? Our friends over in the UK are also baking like hell today. That's right. So crack those eggs on the sidewalk. Make some scrambled eggs or cook some bakey, oh, cook some bakeys, bake some cookies <laughs> or cook some bakeys <laughs> or cook some bakeys on your, uh, your, uh, car dash, you know what? And make the most of it because That's right. it's not getting any cooler anytime soon. So. I know this is the time of year when we wished we lived by beach. Yes. Yeah. Or like the, the Pacific mountains. Northwest or basically anywhere. Anywhere else than where we are. Yeah. I'm not meant for this type of heat, but that's all right. But that's okay. That's why we're here in the closet, gonna break down days four through ten in the July Basho. That's what you're here for. But first, do you have any news? Oh, yes. Okay. Each day of the tournament is a who's who of who has COVID. We're dropping stables like left and right. I honestly don't even know who's going to be. There's going to be literally three wrestlers that are healthy by the yeah. end of this thing. And it's going to be like Magashira 17, like Aseki Waki, and then maybe Tedana Fuji. It's going to be the well, strangest last let's just, day. Let's just go ahead and say who's <laughs> out due to COVID. We know Takayasu. Mitake- well, that was before. Takanaura Bea right. was out from the very beginning. Mitakeyumi. Yes. Ichiyamamoto. Yes. Takanosho. Yes. Is there anyone else that I've missed? Well, it's- That's a- just in the highest level. Yeah, basically, it's the Takanaura, Dewanaumi, Naruto, Hanaragoma, uh, um, Hanaragoma stable. I always say that wrong. And I think, yeah, it's oh, the Musashigawa was the newest one that came down today. So, okay. but I don't of, think there's anyone in Makauchi in from that stable. Well, I'm right? just counting all of them because yeah, some yeah. of them are in Jurio and yeah, stuff like course. that. And also, our listeners track the guys that are lower down. But it's do they five? Yeah, do you guys really? Yeah, guys and they gals? do. They I really know some watch. Of you do. They really do. But at least I think five stables are out. So in one way with Mitakeyumi, it's a good thing because he gets he's time to injured. Heal. Now we have no idea what this is going to do to the bonds. Okay, like next time around because well, it's going to be just nuts. No, and here's the bigger question: What is this going to do to our bingo game? Because Right. In the past, we have said if someone doesn't show up, it's a dead square. Right. So that would mean Takayasu was a dead square. Right. But that would also mean that if people dropped out mid-tournament, they would become Makikoshi. Right. But that's not really fair this time because that's not really what's happening because they have no choice. They can't stay in if they have COVID. So are we going to make all of these guys dead squares in our bingo game? No. Or I, let's just play like normal Makikoshi and we'll just have a lot of Makikoshi bingos. But they may <laughs> not have Makikoshi. That's the, I'm, yeah. What we're going to do is keep it as is. We know that there's going to be a lot of Makikoshi bingos and we've got awesome prizes for you all. So that um, all of our guys who have COVID, who showed up, will still be marked as Makikoshi. Even though next time around, who knows? They might, maybe, maybe they will go up the Bonsuke, go down, but we'll keep the rules consistent for you all. Or maybe, maybe if you get a COVID bingo, yeah. there's a special prize for that. Now, I if like you that. Get- if you get five guys in a row that all go out due to COVID, <laughs> you send that you send that sucker in as a COVID bingo. Yeah, and that would be hard to get. Wouldn't and it? I'd be like, we've got a good prize for you. Wouldn't it? If you get a Mitake Yumi, Ichi Yamamoto. Yeah, if you somehow pull out a COVID bingo, you send that in. Yeah, that's right. We'd love to see that happen. Yes. Anything's possible. Yep. So a little bit of sad news. I'm not sure who knows all about sumo history and yokozunas of the past. But the 56th yokozuna, the second named Wakanohana, died of lung cancer on July 16th. He, a little bit of uh, background about him, because if you're new to sumo, 
You kind of want to know a little bit about who are these legends of the past? Well, he had a long career wrestling mostly in the 70s and 80s. He was known to be handsome and popular with the ladies, but he did have a life of the ups and downs, you could say. And get this, he had a brief and very unhappy marriage um, where he won as a Yokozuna. I think he won no tournaments or championships because he was kind of forced into marriage to the the Oyakata's dot with the Oyakata's daughter. It didn't last, um, but it was meant for him to be able to take over this big legendary stable. Well, they got married and it didn't last. He got divorced and then he married the love of his life, a cocktail hostess. And they lived happily ever after until she died. But because of that, he created his own stable, the Magaki Stable. Now, there was some stuff that happened way back when when he was running it where they were coming down on the abuse and training techniques. And so he got a little bit of a, hey, you can't do that anymore kind of business. And some of his wrestlers were caught smoking pot. And so they he kind of ended up finding his early retirement at 60 and he kind of peaced out. But you know, he had been in a wheelchair because I think two years after his wife died, he had a cerebral hemorrhage. And so he was wheelchair bound and it was really tough for him. So a life, again, full of ups and downs. And so he had uh, lung cancer that was diagnosed uh, in April. And so he recently passed. So he was only 69, uh, which kind of blew my mind. But anyway, I thought you'd all want to know about uh, Wakanahana II and that he um, passed on just recently. So that is all the news I've got. But I do want to highlight just a few fights from day four that I really, really loved. Chiyoshoma versus Oho. I love this one because it was a long fight right at the beginning of day four that ended with big ol' Oho splat on top of Chiyoshoma's low belly between his negs, negs, <laughs> between his <laughs> knees, between his legs, which together is negs. That's right. Between I... his necks. <laughs> between his negs. I like it. <laughs> it was a strange fall, and I was a little worried about Chiyoshoma after that fall because, you know, it was a long fight and it was sort of an yeah. awkward drop. His at knees the end. buckled. In a weird way. Yeah. 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 It was a little bit worrisome. Yeah. But he didn't go home. He's still around. Oho went away with that win. Well, and also Chiyoshoma's, uh, whoever ties his mawashi <laughs> again, <laughs> manages to always tie it very loosely. Oh. So he's tall and that mawashi was literally, Oho was pulling up like under his armpits trying to hold on to it. I was like, all right, guy in the back, you know how to tie one tight. Chiyoshoma... The Henka King needs to learn how to wear his mawashi correctly so that he doesn't, you know, he's got to be able to be reached and lifted with his mawashi. But that would be my rule to the JSA <laughs> is just to make sure that everyone has their mawashis on tight so no one has a disadvantage or an advantage. Well, if that's the case, they need to talk to Tochin Ocean because <laughs> he wears his loosely often. That's true. Often. I did really love Tobizaru versus Tochin Ocean on day four, mainly because it was so fast and I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. It is so pleasurable to watch Nicolas Cage just go down fast. I don't know why. Yeah, it no, happens again later. Yeah, like it's several fun. days later. It's just sorry to all of our Tochi fans. Sorry, <laughs> we know you love him. <laughs> I know but when a big strong man goes down so easily, it is delightful. Yes, and especially when he goes down by Toby Zaru with like one quick arm bar move. It's like, oh, Tochi, did you not see that coming? Mm -hmm. I guess you didn't. I guess not. That was a pleasure. I'm going to skip. There were so many really wonderful fights on day four, but I'm going to skip all the way to Shodai oh. because he got his very first win on day four. I was delighted and even better. It was against Hoshoryu. That's right. And I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I could not 
believe my eyes. After Shodai had basically slept walked through the first three days, he finally showed up on day four, and suddenly he was the Shodai that we all love to cheer for. He did great defense, and he just waited until the, the best moment to slap Hoshoryu right down. And I just gotta say, watching Shodai, one of the most pleasurable things about him is nothing jiggles on that man. Nothing. He's a large man. Mm-hmm. And nothing jiggles. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that it's is a sort nice of tight physique. Yeah, it's the sumo physique. Nothing moves. It's so cool. I don't know many men that look like Shodai where nothing jiggles. Well, Toby Zaru doesn't. Some of the smaller guys don't. Uh, Koto Echo doesn't. You know, they're like yeah, tight but they have a different Fuji. different body style mm. though. Shodai oh. is like much rounder. Yeah. Well, Miyogiru. Very similar. Yes. Yes. So I love that. I was very proud of Shodai. Yeah, I just wanted, I was just like, why'd you have, why'd you do that to us? We are on your side. Just don't make us wait to have a win like that. Come on. Just don't do this. It's too hard for me. It's just too hard for me. Another fight that I took absolute pleasure in on day four, Takakesho versus Ichino Joe. No problem for Ichino Joe to take Takakesho out. But wait. There was a Manawi in this one, and the judges mm-hmm. got up to discuss whether or not Ichinojo snagged Takakesho's top knot. And they showed in all of the replays, it's very clear that Ichinojo gets his fingers caught up in Takakesho's hair. He does pull the hair, but they have this long discussion about how, nope, he just pulled on the hair. It it's was okay. unintentional. It was okay to pull oh. on the hair, but not the top knot. Oh, oh. That okay. was. That was the distinction. Mm, I and I see, thought, I oh, see. wow, that is that is a very specific <laughs> distinction. You can't... And discussion. Yes. By a, a bunch of grown discussion. men about... Well, what I loved about it is Takakesho had a little bit of a diva moment. You know, like when you watch soccer yeah. and they're, they all turn into like Academy Award winning uh, players every time they get accidentally hurt or hurt. You yeah, know, I, yes. I put that in quotes because it's part of the game. Yes. And I thought that Takakesho afterwards, he like indicated to his hair that like my hair has been touched. And he was I, right. He was right. I hope you look into it because I have been wronged. And he was wronged. Right. But it didn't go his way. I know. I was really surprised by this call. I really thought that mm. they were going to overturn it because the fingers got caught in the hair. But they did not. Shockingly. Shocking. I know. That's all I want to talk about on day four. What about you? Let's move on to day five. I've been keeping up with Oho. Oh, yes? Oh, yes. Um, Because, you know, him versus Onosho, it was really like nice belt work from a young kid. You know, you don't see kids that young, like gravitate towards belt work first they always come in as a pusher and thruster Mm -hmm. and what i liked is that he was up against a traditional pusher thruster Mm -hmm. and the kid won on the belt you know Mm. and he ended up pushing onosho over the edge it was a win um uh oshirashi win for oho but just i think a pattern which i'm really liking you know whether he wins or loses he's definitely not wrestling like a brand new kid up in makauchi you know he looks a little bit more experienced or willing to try out some techniques that you don't typically see unless you're an older, more veteran type of wrestler. Yutakeyama versus Teretsuyoshi was literally a merry-go-round for Yutakeyama because Teretsuyoshi off the tachi eye, he got in and he got a deep grip on Yutakeyama and he spun him around at least, at least three times. Mm -hmm. And then what was crazy is that I kind of know what this move does. It's just meant to rattle someone. And it kind of does. Mm-hmm. Because then after that, he gets a shallow grip on Yutakayama's front belt. And he pulled a lovely Shitatanage underarm throw. And Yutakayama was in the dirt. So it was just like a clever way, you know, to take down a bigger foe is just spin him around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get him dizzy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another Tochinoshin fight. That I got to talk about mm-hmm. versus Nishikigi. Mm-hmm. Now, what was amazing to me is not the Tochinoshi one, Tochinoshin one, was that Nishikigi resisted at the edge for like, it felt to me like 10 seconds mm-hmm. up against the strength of Tochinoshin, who is known that like he had him up against the ropes. 
If it was Shodai, if it was somebody else, Okinaomi, they would have just been like, I'm had. He couldn't escape laterally, but he just stood there with his toes gripping the Tawada, and he fought for an insane amount of time, just brute strength against brute strength. And of course he lost, but oh my goodness, the resistance from Nishikiki is what blew my mind in that match. Mm -hmm. This crazy bout between Aoyama and Tobizaru was a frenetic and crazy slap fest with Tobizaru throwing all sorts of quick movements to like avoid Aoyama's blasts and thrusts. And Aoyama actually picked up the pace and equaled kind of Tobizaru's manic kind of crazy energy mm-hmm. and he just slapped away at Tobizaru. But Tobizaru is getting closer. Aoyama tries to keep Tobizaru away from his belt, but it doesn't work because Tobizaru quickly gets inside and low somehow. He sets up for a beautiful throw, lifts up and slams down Aoyama. It was a Sukunage throw and I couldn't believe how light Aoyama looked with that beltless arm throw. I could not believe as big of a man as he as he is, he got thrown by Tobizaro in such a dynamic way. It it really shocked my eyes. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was exciting to see because Aoyama is so much bigger. That's a big man to throw over, and he threw him down like a like a tiny tot. It was well, crazy, and, and without the belt. I mean, I I, I don't one. even know how you would do that on yeah. Aoyama or get your arms in there with enough room to throw. Yeah, it was really well done. Also. This has nothing to do with sumo, but have you ever noticed on the NHK highlights when they show Hoshoryu's picture, you know, like before the match? Yeah. His is the only one that looks like a driver's license photo. Yeah, it's like got that orange glow to it. It's, <laughs> it's very like strange. a blue background or something. Yeah, there's something about it that I was like, I'm pretty sure this is j- – even though he can't drive, I'm pretty sure they just ripped that from – it's like the they, DMV. Like he wasn't there the day they did all the photos and he had to come <laughs> yeah, in the next the day. The lighting is just weirdly off. Yeah. Anyway, that's a side note that has nothing to do with sumo other than the next time you watch, notice, doesn't it look like his driver's license? A shirtless driver's license photo? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a grumpy shirtless one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does look very grumpy. Yeah. Wakamoto Haru, I've been having my eyes on. Um, he is giving everyone a fight for their life. So... This was Wakamoto Haru versus Shodai. And uh, what happened in this match was, you know, Shodai, he set up actually off the tachi He was set up to really do a nice throw on Wakamoto Haru, but he just kind of miffed it somehow. He had a nice grip, um, but Wakamoto Haru disallowed any sort of throw. And instead, he just drove Shodai out of the doyo. It was a Yori Kitty win. And he smiled afterwards so big because he has never beat an Ozeki. This is the first time he's fought an Ozeki, I think. And if you got to start somewhere, Shodai's a great one to start with. <laughs> no, no. On day but five. But then my pain was like, oh, but Shodai, come on. You gave us a win yesterday. Don't keep the... Uh. But we'll talk more about him. Conflicted? You were conflicted? I was conflicted. So Ura, I, I won't say much other than Ura beat Mitakiyumi because, you know what, Mitakiyumi, he's just injured. He's got swung to the dirt. It was like a Tatari armbar win for Ura. But um, on this day, I was like, I'm really worried about Mitakiyumi and his status and he's injured and he didn't get any practice and it all just came to head this match. I was like, I, I don't know if he can hang on. Oh, no, I think that COVID status really saved him. Yeah, that's exactly my thought. Yeah. When it came in, I was like, do you think he intentionally got COVID? <laughs> so you're like running around <laughs> licking doorknobs, you know, gotta get the COVID. Like, I gotta do something. And then everybody else was like, you know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> Let's all get COVID. Let's do it. And then we then we get extra a week or two off. Yeah. All right. Final match of the day. Ichinojo versus Terunofuji. Ichinojo apparently likes to be in first place because he wants the Yu show at this point. And at the Tachi Eye, he got a left outside grip. He ends up lifting up on Tedanafuji, but Tedanafuji stays grounded like he is known to do. He's he's pretty good about that. But Ichinojo has like 
energy, like ichi energy. He gets a double inside grip then. And that's when Tadanafuji then switches his grip and he gets kind of that double arm bar outside grip and he squeezes like hell. And I'm pretty sure it looked like Ichinojo's arms looked like they were going to break. I was just like, oh God, not both arms, but that's what it looked like. But I think that pain or whatever that was, was what angered Ichinojo and he just pushed like hell and forced the Yokozuna backwards and over the Tawada. He is the leader of the tournament at this point and it's the most I've ever seen Ichinojo with mojo. It's just like Ichimojo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He won it with the Yorikiri. I mean, and everybody was like, oh my god, he beat the Yokozuna. This could be his you show. Cushions are flying. Yeah. It's the first time he's beat him since 2016. I think that's what the commentator said. I mean. Yeah, this was a big he win. He looked great. It's a big win. I, I wonder if that uh double arm vice technique, I wonder if it just doesn't work so well on a bigger guy. It's well, probably yeah. much harder to do on a bigger guy. Well, he can't really lift up yeah. because he's the same height. Yeah. It just kind of paralyzes him. I don't know. Do, just walked forward like, uh, He's like that hurt. <laughs> taking you out. Okay, but it was only day five. That's right. We're only a third of the way through. So let's go to day six. Remember how I said earlier that it's just really lovely to watch Tochin Ocean yeah. lose quickly? <laughs> I also enjoyed this match. <laughs> Koto Echo really has the same playbook as Teretsuyoshi. One, spin like a top. Just spin, 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 spin. Make your opponent dizzy. Two, Tochin Ocean must have thought, oh my God, I'm too bit. No, I'm just going to grab your belt and I'm just going to stop this. I'm going to like lift you up. Uh, and somehow as he did that, Kotoeko got scrambled his legs amidst Tochin Ocean's legs and Tochin Ocean went down first. We talked about something similar like Kotoeko versus Mese, I think it was on day three, where it's just like you just get your legs all scrambled up in somebody else's until they just like can't move. They can't see right. their feet. And they don't know where they, they are. Don't know. They are. They're, they're not dizzy. centered. <laughs> they don't know which way's up. It really works. It, it did. really works. Toji hit the dirt like a tree, <laughs> too. Really lovely. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. <laughs> really. Yeah. Wakamoto Haru versus Aoyama. Both came out together off the tachi eye. Aoyama started the most amazing big man slap fest that I've ever seen. I think Wakamoto Haru just like withstood it with his eyes closed and just walked forward and bundled the guy up and just moved him backwards. So they both went out together, Wakamoto Haru, for the win. But I just love it simply... I don't know, there's just something so wonderful about watching the slow motion of these slap fest ones where the guy that's getting pummeled is like the one wins. remaining whack-a-mole thing. Yes. <laughs> just like, like one little whack-a-mole pops up. Flip, 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 flip. Speaking of that would be really actually fun to play whack-a-mole with a whack-a-mole? bunch of sumo wrestlers. That would be. Because I bet they'd be really fast. I bet they'd be really, really good at it. I also loved on this day Wakataka Kage versus Kitty Bayama. It was a great fight. Lots of back and forth here. A lot of belt grabs and shifts. Lots of, you know, trying different techniques. It ended with one big Yori Taoshi at the end. Wakataka Kage came out with a win on this day. It was just super fun to watch two really wonderful sumo wrestlers going at it. Shodai versus Daisho on day six, though, was my... <laughs> Just most favorite fight of the day. I didn't even write down what happened because all I wrote was, yay, 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 yay. It showed a second win of the tournament yep. on day six. He's warmed up now. He is it ready to go. It just takes him four matches. <laughs> I didn't write anything down either because I was like excited, but I think it was pretty straightforward from what I remember. It was a win- that looks pretty straightforward. But anyway, it was uh, it was great in my book because I was like, all right, maybe he's back. Maybe he's back. Maybe he's, he can do it. He just is so much fun to root for when he's behind. And I just, I think the somehow. Pain, oh, the pain of liking him and wanting him to b- do better. It's, it's just torturous. It's lovely. So those are my favorites on day six. Well, and also on day six, Ichinojo beat Mitakiyumi, which 
my mind, I was like, again, Mitakiyumi is very injured. And Ichinojo continues his winning streak, except for that one. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but the next day was the day that Mitakiyumi went out. Yes. Day seven. Day seven. Let's talk about Miyoguru versus Midori Fuji. Now, this was fun because, I don't know, I'm enjoying these weird hankas up top with these big guys. So little guy, hanka, he hankered the big guy, and he just went straight forward, Miyoguru did. And, Miyo, and Midori Fuji stepped around the side and Tsuki Otoshi Miyoguru in about 0.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. Again, it was just like a very quick takedown. You know, my boyfriend was saying, you know, I, he watched... Takayasu was? Yeah, Takayasu. No, my other real life one. But he, I forced him to watch uh last weekend and he watched a longer match and he was just like oh well if they're all this long then i'm interested but he had only been seeing like you know like he would see me watching them and it would be like 0.5 seconds or three seconds or two seconds he'd be like where's the sport in this yeah and so i get that yeah it it may be boring from an outside point of view but I do like it when it happens quick and fast <laughs> with a little guy and a big guy. Yep. Kota Nowaka versus Tamawashi. Okay. Tamawashi in this match was pretty much in the driver's seat and Kota Nowaka was on the defense from the beginning. We had a big tachiai, which we expect from Tamawashi. But Kotonowaka like smartly just went with it, kind of absorbed it and lined himself up at the edge. He was pretty much at the edge. He resisted, but he knew he had to get out from the direct push, you know, the direct focus on his chest from the strongman Tamawashi. And so he shifted, walking on the Tawada, and Tamawashi was just too far forward and fell flat on his belly. So Kotonowaka danced around the ring, and the match was initially called for Tamawashi, but it was reversed with the replay. Mm-hmm. So um, nice work on on another youngin, Kotonowaka, at, sitting at Maegashira 2, who outsmarted the big strong man, Maegashira 3, Tamawashi. Takanosho on this day uh, is out because he has a shoulder injury. So he, uh, Wakataka Kage got the got the freebie, and then, um, the news said it's going to be about two weeks due to a bruise on his right shoulder. But it said that he's most likely going to need medical treatment. So it seems like it's more than just a bruise. You know what hmm. I mean? So I don't know what that means about Takanosho um, or what he'll look like next time around, but. I hope he's okay. Ichinojo versus Shodai. Okay. It seems like there's a big tachiai. Ichinojo comes hard at Shodai. Shodai ricochets kind of, and but manages to come in back quickly. And he gets a one-handed swat on Ichinojo's shoulder. Right then, he steps to the side. Ichinojo stumbles forward. He manages to kind of turn around and re-engage a little bit with Shodai, and he does get a grip on Shodai's belt, but he's just too rattled. Shodai wiggles free of the grip and manages to charge Ichinojo out of the ring. It was an Oshidashi win for for Shodai. And uh, was this the first loss? Yes, Ichinojo's first loss. This is what I loved about it. Yeah. Is who's the guy to take him down for the first time? Shodai. Then not the guy you would expect. (laughs) I know. Shodai. I know. And it was as if they freaky Friday'd each other. Yeah. They just switched bodies for a second. And Shodai was the one who was much faster, moving quickly, looking stronger. It was awesome. I don't know who gave him a pep talk between, what was it, day four and five? Like, who, who was that? Some rocky type of character that was like, Shodai, get it together. You must. You, you must. must. Anyway, again, this is the day that Mitakiyumi is out and his whole hay is out due to coronavirus. So that gave Hashoryu the win. Now, they did say the Bonsuke will be decided at a later date, but they kind of don't know how this will affect the wrestlers. Yeah. I'm hoping they just kind of stay where they were. Mm-hmm. But if he went out on this day, Mitakiyumi is two and five. So that's still not a strong start for Mitakiyumi. Yeah, this is one of the big questions that we're left with after this tournament is what's going to happen to Okadabon Ozeki, who had to go out early due to COVID. Now, if it was me, I would say just leave him at the Okadabon status. Yeah, me too. But you and I are nice. We'll see what they say. We'll see. They'll be like, how dare you get coronavirus? Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Well, Abi took down Takakesho. And it was funny because there was a a hanka. 
straight up from the top from Avi. He gets an Iwate grip and the back of Takakesho's head and a deep Mawashi grip on the back of his Mawashi and just... He was just bigger and taller. Abi just kind of twists and throws Takakesho down to the dirt. I love the finish on this one, but this one was fun for me in the same way. I just enjoy it when, I don't know, Takakesho gets thrown like trash. Yeah. You know, it's good times. It's panache. It is. It's satisfying when the person you least expect to win. Yeah. Has such a satisfying big win like That's that. That's right. It really is. That's all I've got for day seven. Okay, let's jump to day eight. So many great fights. I'm only going to talk about a few here. One, Kiribayama versus Hoshoryu. Nothing, nothing disappoints when you have two Mongolians who can do leg trips. Just going at it for a match. They are never boring to watch. On day eight, Hoshoryu went out with a win, but it was just fun all the way around. I always enjoy it. Who won for the third day in a row on day eight? Why, that would be Shodai, Shodai. as he fought Tamawashi. So there, you know, Shodai fan club right here. I know. Getting more excited. But did you notice that Tamawashi looks off? Like, he might be fighting with an injury. I think one of the commentators also said that something also might be off. Like, something something is amiss. He might be fighting injured. I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad he got the win. I'm glad Shodai got the win. But Me too. I was wondering if Tamawashi was just a little bit not fighting with his full strength. I don't know. I've wondered that about Endo. Endo seems to be a little underwater mm-hmm. this time, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okinoumi does a little bit yeah. as well. I mean, mm-hmm. there are several guys that I think are fighting with injuries. I haven't thought that about Tamawashi, but we'll see. Really, the only fight to talk about on day eight is the last one. Mm-hmm. Fuji versus <laughs> Wakamoto Haru. Okay, now let me set this up a little bit, just in case you have not seen this fight. Wakamoto Haru, young, upcoming guy. He met an Ozeki for the first time this tournament. Now he's meeting a Yokozuna for the first time, and he is pumped. He is so excited. And it was just a strange affair. It was insane. This whole match, start to finish, was insane. And mostly it was insane, not really because of the wrestling, but because of the judging. Yeah, the circumstances were bonkers. So it was a great meeting of two wrestlers. A lot of energy from Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. And Tedana Fuji was also on it. It was really, really exciting, right? But at a certain point in the fight, the Yoji tried to stop the fight, right? He just went in. He wanted to readjust a Mawashi because I think Wakamoto Haru's Mawashi got pretty loose in the midst of all of this. Yes. So when this happened, these guys were chest to chest. Tara Nafuji saw the Yoji try to stop the match, stood up, and it appeared like Wakamoto Haru pushed at just that time, and it appeared as though Wakamoto Haru had won the match. Right. But then Terunofuji pointed at the Gyoji to say, I saw your sign, and it was just mass confusion. Right. Because the audience was like, did Wakamoto Haru win? Did the Gyoji stop the fight? No one could really say what was happening. Right. But there was a Manoe, the judges got together, and they talked it over, they brought the iPad out, and they said, okay, look, the Gyoji tried to stop the fight. We're going to put them back together in the exact same position where they were mm-hmm. inside the ring. And it took quite a long time yeah. to get the hands exactly. in the right places and the feet in the right places mm-hmm. and the head at just the right angle. So, mm-hmm. of course, there was lots of discussion about what the heck is going on. But after all of that resetting... They restarted, and Terunofuji handled Wakamoto Haru very, very easily. But what I loved about the whole affair was Wakamoto Haru's pride mm-hmm. and the effort that he was putting into yeah. this. He showed his 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 best self in that fight. Yes, I I loved the awkwardness of beginning again because I cannot think of any other sport that has this rule in it that is like, let's get you back in the exact same positions and now go, right? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, stop that football game. We're going to we're gonna get you guys in the exact same positions and right. now go. Now go again. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty strange. You know, you could call it a mistake or whatever happened, the Gyoji had a big effect on this fight. Yeah. I mean, the audience was ready to like hang him they were so mad at him i also liked on the sideline um shodai 
helped retie Wakamoto Haru's uh, mawashi. Oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, yeah, it was really cute. It was very nice. Oh, He was like, awesome. I'll help you, man. And you don't see an Ozeki, like, tie another mawashi. I'm certainly, I'm not a lower-ranked wrestler. No. But he knew how to tie it. He did good. And Wakamoto Haru was like, thanks, man. <laughs> well, That's the, what was going on in all of that hubbub. All is, of the hubbub, yeah. Well, the other thing that I liked about this is... You know, on podcast 118, we did a very long podcast about Gyoji mm-hmm. and the highest levels of mm-hmm. Gyoji. Mm-hmm. The the guy that did this judging was the very guy that we discussed. Yeah, the Tata Gyoji. Yeah. So what I liked about it is this is the highest level Gyoji. Yeah. No right? one's perfect. Right. Nobody's perfect. But <laughs> he remember- He had a stiff drink, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he had to- re- uh, Can you imagine the report he had to write on this one? Of the apologies? Like, oh, my gosh. Because we discussed that whenever they make mistakes like this, they have to write these long reports and they have to apologize. And, you know, we talked about how this and guy- off up the reserv- their resignation. Well, we talked about how this guy's had a stroke and how his, his son, you know, had head trauma in sumo. So he's got a very interesting story. Yeah. This Gyoji. And boy, people on the boards and online were just calling for blood. I know. Some of them. I, like, I don't know why people get so upset. Like, it's a live sport. Mistakes are made. No, Are you kidding me? Do you know what he sees? Like, and gets it perfect, like most all the other times? Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that in a million years. Be able well, to, like, tell whose hit, hand hit the ground first when they're all flying through the air. Super fast. So if someone is listening and you want to know more about that person and who he is and sort of what goes on around him, you can listen to podcast 118 that has more of that. I just enjoyed all the discussion around it. I enjoyed how unusual it is or unusual it was, I should say. The commentators were loving it. Everybody. Everybody just loves it. We have never seen this in our entire lives. (laughs) And there's nothing better than that. Get out of the house more, but okay. (laughs) Day nine. Ichi Yamamoto is on day nine out due to COVID. So here's another day. Another, and this is like a bummer because he's got a six and three record. I know he was doing very he well. He was doing really great. So that gave Nishikigi the, the freebie win. His whole stable's out. It's just a big old sad affair. I hate COVID. On to Teretsuyoshi versus a Dayamami. Immediately off the tachi eye, Teretsuyoshi, uh, he sweeps in super low and just goes for the calf of Dayamami, Dayamami, who's having a terrible, he's just poor guy. He's having a terrible basho so far. Teretsuyoshi lifts up on his leg and Dayamami is helpless and he gets pushed back by hopping a very long hop <laughs> to the edge of the ring and then falls hard. So it was an easy win by Teretsuyoshi. Ashitori leg pick for that win. I like to see an Ashitori, though. We've seen quite a few attempts. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Wakataka Kage versus Kotonowaka. Now, this tournament seems to be defining both of these wrestlers. In one way, I think the Platinum Awashi needs to go because it's clearly not working or it's cursed for Wakataka Kage. Um, I think it's clothing. I think that's what it is. I just, I mean... He doesn't have a bad record. No, but like for what he was going for, I think everybody wants, he's going for Ozeki, right? And so at this point, like you've got to, he had to have like 12 wins, right? So the momentum's not there. And I blame it solely on the Platinum Platinum Awashi or Mm -hmm. Silver at this point. Let's just call it Silver. Okay. Anyway, um, but Kotonawaka seems to be maturing into his big body and his skills are getting more and more aligned. At the top, Kotonawaka absorbed the Tachiai and he worked to get a grab on Wakataka Kage's new Platinum Belt and he does it with a really good right side grip. He does a really quick lift up and walks Wakataka Kage backwards to the edge. Waka shifts around the ring, though, and Kotonawaka follows, and he follows well. He keeps up with him, and he maintains that right grip. He's looking for the left grip, too, and he gets under the right side armpit, though, of Waka Takakage. Waka Takakage pulls, like, kind of this desperate, like, last-minute, awkward throw. He tries, but Kotonawaka stays grounded. Kotonawaka regrouped, followed a lateral shifting Wakatakakage around the ring's edge, and eventually just rushed him out. He seemed to outpower 
him and outmaneuver the small and fiery Wakataka Kage. So it was a Yori Kitty win, gives him a seven and two record. This kid sitting at Maigashira two, and this was Sekiwake. So I don't know. I liked I liked a lot of this match for the potential of Kotonowaka and who he's growing into, who he's going to be. Mm-hmm. But also, he's still a little rough around the edges in some ways. And this match showed it to me. He, he just still has trouble with the bigger guys. He does. He just is not strong right. enough to push him around. Right. And that's 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 the bummer for Wakasaka Kage because yeah. I don't know how much stronger he can get for his frame. Right. So, and yeah. he's so technical and he's so good with he his is. techniques. But yeah, he's it's not like he's going to grow 6 inches. Right. So, I don't know. Komasubi Abi versus Ozeki Shodai. Shodai wins again. <laughs> and he stayed strong up top. You know, Abi has his usual demon arm attack and he shifted a, a bit to the sideways, uh, a bit to the side to blunt Abi's focus squarely on his chest. Shodai shoved a bit on the shoulder of Abi, but Abi managed to power forward and moved Shodai back to the edge. But with the trickeration from Shodai, he sneaked a bit to the right side and Abi tried to finish him off, but Shodai stayed inside the ring, shoved hard on Abi's shoulder with a big swat, and Abi fell forward into the dirt first. It was a Tsukiyotoshi win for Oseki. Shodai, who's now five and four, which makes me breathe a little bit easier. Last match of the day, Indo versus Terunofuji. Just when you think Terunofuji can pretty much kind of take anybody down, Indo did a really good job and made me nervous. He got the Yokozuna pushed back to the edge. But Terunofuji hopped around and turned the tables on Indo and manhandled him out. It was a bit scary for me to watch Terunofuji, um, but he stayed calm and he read the energy well of Indo and managed to turn the tables at the end. So he's now sitting at seven and two. Who, Terunofuji? Mm-hmm. But I was so impressed with Terunofuji because Endo had him in the perfect position mm-hmm. to finish him off. Right. Terunofuji was higher. He was right at the edge. Mm-hmm. Endo was pushing. But he did such a good job of moving his hips forward and spinning around mm-hmm. and turning the tides. It, whenever I think Terunofuji's knees can't handle much more, he does something like that. Yeah, you I can't count him out. He is so, so good. Well, and that's how he felt like watching... Hakaho is that when you're a Yokozuna, you have to be able to know lickety split what move to make, even when you're pushed up against the edge. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's their brains that are calm, and that's what gets them the win. Is that they go, okay, I'm here, I'm up against the ropes. This is what I do to get out of this, and I and I execute. Whereas most guys don't have that calm brain in that moment Mm -hmm. they just haven't been there enough or they don't have that thing that a yokozuna has to possess which is that calmness when you're up against the wall you know yeah i don't know i don't know what to call it through a technique (laughs) you know there's always there's always a day in every basho when i get like really philosophical this time it was day nine you know it's like i spend a lot of time watching and i go i am just so amazed that these men one are so good. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just so amazed that these men can pump themselves up to have these sorts of fights days in, days out, for years, decades, some of these guys. Yeah. Where is this ferocity coming from? Yeah. This ability to throw yourself at someone else over and over and over again to pump yourself up, you know? I watched Shodai doing it, you know, and he looks so very calm and kind of depressed at the beginning. And then he finds some kind of fire to take it up a notch. And he can do that then, hopefully, for the rest of the Basho. But how, 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 as a human being, does one do that? That is such a skill. It is. Like Tara and Fuji at the edge, such a skill not to go out. My philosophical day. Yeah, like, <laughs> Ioyama, I watched him on Maybe day nine. Maybe should, like, make a CD that we send out at, like, the holiday times and it's of, like, like why? Lari's why? Philosophical why? Sumo Thoughts. Philosophical Sumo Thoughts. And we play, like, a nice spa-type relaxing yeah. soundtrack behind and you. And I go, why does Ioyama why? have such trouble with small wrestlers? Why? 
Why does Shodai wait till day four to turn on the gas? Why? Why? Does he bend over too far? Maybe. Is he aware that he lacks speed and is he holding back? What does it take for Tedanifuji in those moments for him to turn it all around? That's right. Why do I like Nishkigi so much? Is it his short arms? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? These are the questions I shall never be able to answer. Who knows? But again, needs to be our CD. Uh, yes. Or a holiday CD. So many great fights in day f- 10. I was like, day 15? No, day 10. Did anybody else go out with COVID on day 10? Hmm. Seemed like there was another stable. But that was Musashigawa. Okay. But nobody in the top division no. from that stable no. yet that we know of. Another just wonderful takedown of Tochin Ocean. For me, it's like, how many wonderful takedowns of Tochin Ocean can I enjoy? For me, it was Teretsuyoshi taking him down real fast on day 10. With, I'm wasn't so that was sorry, a, Nicholas Cage. Ashitori, yeah. Yes, it, it was really a le- was. Henka to a leg pick it. again, and it worked. It really is lovely. Okay, but I have to give major props, because one of my favorite fights on day 10 was Aoyama versus Hokuto Fuji. We haven't talked that much about Hokuto Fuji. He's still one of my faves. He really is. Big Big power, big guns. Yeah. Big energy. Yeah. Aoyama pushed Hokuto Fuji to the very edge. Hokuto Fuji was on top of the Tawada, and his heel swiveled centimeters. Yeah. I'm talking centimeters above the sand outside the ring as he twisted and ran down that straw circle, and then he somehow grabbed Aoyama's shoulders and head and thrust Aoyama down instead. It was pretty and such balance from Hokuto Fuji. Yeah, and we haven't talked much about him. I feel like the last couple of Bashos, he's been a little bit like, uh, not turning it on. And I don't know if it's an in- injury that's been plaguing him, but I saw him light up with energy and mojo on day 10. So yes. I was glad to see it. Uh, I really enjoyed watching Wakamoto Haru versus Okina Umi. Mm-hmm. Just because it was kind of new guard versus old guard mm-hmm. sumo, I love Okinoumi. He doesn't put forth any extra effort than he needs to. Right. That's, Especially if he knows he's toast, he's like, it's fine. I'll well, just step over the edge. It's fine. Just, I'm going to keep myself safe. He's unflappable. He could win or lose. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He is just here for the retirement check, just maybe. The <laughs> He might be a paycheck wrestler. I, I love the man. <laughs> I really do. But he's a man of the sea. He is. So when he met Wakamoto Haru, who is on his way up and who is a new guy and who just cannot wait to try his sumo on everyone he can, well, he lost. Wakamoto Haru just presented very straightforward sumo push, chest to chest, Yorikiri win. But it was just, it's so cool to watch. It's like change. It's like watching the changing of the tides. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. here's one guy on his way out Mm -hmm. and one guy on his way up. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing to behold. Mm -hmm. It really is. I really loved on day 10, Hoshoryu versus Kota Nowaka. Yeah. Hoshoryu threw a very, very big boy over his hip. They locked up. Hoshoryu tried to throw, didn't work. He reset. And then he threw my very favorite, maybe my second favorite throw, the Kakanage. Like, if you can't throw someone over with your hands, you use your leg in the back to help them go over. Yeah, it's a leg-hooking throw. Yeah, it's just so, so pretty. I love it. It just, it's balletic and it's beautiful. And especially when it's done on a big boy like yeah. Kota Nawaka. <laughs> it was so nice. Thank you, Hoshoryu, for making my day. Showed I won again on day 10. I, mean, I just Uta. don't even know. I feel the ups and downs. Like, it's too much emotionally for me although he's six and four now i know it's great it's great speaking of order we didn't talk about this on day lot not day nine mm-hmm. but i really love the order daesho fight on day nine because every time daesho went for a push aura was nowhere to be found he yeah. whiffed every single time <laughs> yeah. like aura was just like boop it was whack-a-mole it was like it aura, really is sometimes until like daesho just said you know what wait i'm just gonna wait for your head to pop up and then i'm just gonna push your head aside right <laughs> so that's how he won against aura shodai found another way to beat aura oh just completely overpowered the guy by grabbing his belt just thank you shodai thank you for finally turning up 
We love it. And Terunofuji had no problem overpowering Sadanaumi at the end. He so, gets his Kachikoshi as well as, uh, who was it? Nishikiki got one. Yep. Tobizaru. Tobizaru. Ichinojo. Yeah. So we have four guys with Kachikoshi tied for the lead now and three guys following them in second place Takakesho, Kotonowaka, and Nishikifuji. Wow. Maigachira 17. Right. Which, you know, if you're new to sumo, it happens more often than you think. Around day 10, day 11, there's somebody with a really low rank that ends up, you know, in the in the running for the top. But usually then they'll start fighting guys <laughs> higher in the ranks and they'll... I think it's hard. They'll usually fall off the Unless you're Tokushuru you and you win the whole ding dang thing. Yeah. So, but right now at day 10, Wakataka Kage and Shodai both have 6-4 records. Wow. It means very different things to each one of them. Right. I would say that. To Shodai, it's great. It's, he's two away from his Kachikoshi. Right. He's got to have that to hold on to his Ozeki status. Right. For Wakataka Kage, it probably Ugh. means no Ozeki status this time. Not this time. Probably not. You know, strange things happen. He could still he could still do it, you know. And, right. And I could say, hey, I'm wrong. Right. But right now it doesn't look like he's going he's gonna to get the 33 wins he needs. Yeah, even if he won every single match from here on out, if he even won the U show, they would probably be like, there are so many other guys that are out with COVID. I think there would be some sort of, we're going to wait another boss show. We're going to make, well, make that's, you wait. That's interesting. If he wins the U show, it might be different. Yeah? Yeah. I I would think that he they would probably look very favorably on that. Like if he well, he'd be winning it with like a ten and four or eleven, or 11 and, and four, four if he won. <laughs> but that means a lot of other people have to lose a lot, right? Yeah. So I don't see that happening. Yeah, four other guys. No, se- seven other guys have to do a lot of losing <laughs> for him to win the U show from this position. Yeah. But if he could somehow pull that off, miracles happen. Yeah, you never never know. It's been good. I mean, I'm just hoping, again, by the end of day 15, there are wrestlers to actual, actually wrestle. Yes. But again, if more of them go out with COVID, try to make a COVID bingo and send that in because we will that reward That might be the those. only kind of bingo you can get. <laughs> that would be so kick-ass. I really hope somebody could do that. I hope they do, too. Until then, we'll be back with you next week. Keep playing bingo. And we will have our bingo winners are some of our highlights but also we will have our drawing for prizes right after the boss show next week so keep your eyes peeled for our social media and we will see you next week stay cool out there y'all bye bye